Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Goddamn Podcast. This is Mark Joseph Bennett, and this is the Thursday edition uh, for, well, it'll be June 7th on Thursday when you listen to it, 2018. And guys, it's happened. It has finally happened. That old bat who lives across the hallway from me, old Evelyn, who um, harasses me constantly about contacting these natural doctors, naturopaths, not even naturopaths, I don't know, herbalists, that's it, contacting these herbalists and these alternative medicine doctors because she's saying, my bone condition, you know, you got you to gotta talk to other people about it. So she gave me some names and she harasses me daily. Now here's the thing. That old fucking bat is right, okay? She is right. I should contact these people. My traditional Western medicine doctors. They, oh, guys, you know, that's just uh, pharmaceutical companies. That, that's who controls the Western medicine doctors. They don't know shit. No, of course, they know many, many things. But, uh, but it is true that my uh, fancy North American doctors are at a loss. They can't seem to figure out what's wrong with the old bones. Well, they say they figured it out, but then their treatment doesn't work. So did you figure anything out? No. So maybe that old fucking bat across the hall is right. And I should be taking some, I don't know, snorting some oil of oregano or whatever the fuck they do. But anyway, it's finally happened that uh, that goddamn old lady is leaving. Now, I wondered who was going to leave first, me or the old lady, you know? And uh, I was figuring one of us was going to die in, in our apartment. And I'm not saying it was definitely going to be her. She's 94 years old and uh, just running around like a lunatic. Just, just uh, lives by herself. No assistance needed. At least there wasn't any assistance needed. Now, she's a vegetarian which is one of the main reasons that when I start thinking about not being a vegetarian, I always go, think about that old fucking bat across the hallway. That goddamn old pruny bastard of a lady. She's fucking still chugging around at 94, going to her singing practice, getting her own meals, doing her own shit, you know? So, um... She keeps me thinking that I should stay a vegetarian. And also, of course, I should listen to what she says. I should uh, write these doctor people she recommended. I told her. I told her I did. And I'm just waiting to hear back from them. And that was total bullshit. And, I, and you know, if she's listening to this, good for you, you 94-year-old crazy lady. Good for you to figure out how to listen to my podcast and find out about, about what I really think of you. And I do really like her. And my, my boy, my toddler, he, he loves her. Anyway, I'm beating around the bush, guys. Beating around that fucking burning bush. You know, the Moses, the burning, it make, you know, she's Jewish, right? That's an appropriate analogy. And uh, the burning bush, it uh, told Evelyn she can no longer live alone. It said, you must move in. To a retirement home. That is, uh, it's what the powers that be have said. Now, I don't know if it's her decision. 
She does seem to agree with it. She says she gets confused. And honestly, she tells me these things. She'll say shit like, uh, you know, sometimes I just, I forget, you know, where I put my keys and I go out, I, I leave the apartment and then I, I start thinking, I can't remember why I left the apartment, you know, so I probably need to, to move into a retirement home. I was like, well, I need to fucking move into a retirement home then. Because that sounds exactly like me, except I'm 40. I'm 40 and have more bone loss than she does. And she's the one moving into a retirement home. You know? It was one of the things, every time we, we kept talking about maybe moving, which is a moot point now. It's like a cow's opinion. Doesn't matter. It's moo. It's like a, a moo point because we simply can't get a place in Toronto. Because even if we can afford one, even if the bank is stupid enough to give us a loan that's large enough to get a fucking place in this ridiculous housing market. We're not going to do it because it's just, I'm sorry. You know what I mean? It's like, it'd be like if you went to go buy a Honda Civic and then they said, well, normally a Honda Civic is, you know, $25,000, but, uh, people really like Honda Civics right now. The Honda Civic market is hot. So, uh, that Honda Civic will cost you $250,000. You'll go, you know what? I don't think I should pay that much for a Honda Civic. It's, that's the thing I don't get about houses and the housing market, you know? I, I understand that some markets are more expensive than other markets. I get that. But the idea that randomly at certain periods of time, the housing market goes up so much, and then that same house is worth 50% less after a crash. Like, so what is it worth? It should, like, there should be some kind of fucking checks and balances. There should be something like, what's the square footage of your house? What is the location of your house? These are the parameters it can fall within. This is, this house is valued between 400,000 and 700,000. And that's it. That's the cap. Is there, there's a minimum, like, like the speed limits in fucking Quebec, there's a minimum and a maximum, and you, you can only go in between the two. You, so we got to have to stop this goddamn run-up. Now, see that? That's why they should elect me for uh, Premier of Ontario, which I am now running for. That election's coming up. i got to vote tomorrow. Still don't know what to do. All I know is I'm probably not voting for the progressive conservatives, um, but there's like six left parties that you can vote for. And Green Party, and the NDP, and the Liberals, and probably some others. But there's three main ones. Any hoozles. Guys, remember the Bush? Still beating around it. Uh, no, I, no, I'm not. I told you, right? I told you. I, I, yeah, I let the air out of the balloon. I let the cat out of the bag. I let the analogy out of the analogy. The, um, the old lady, she's moving into a retirement home. And... Uh, all right, that's what I was talking about with it. Guys, listen, I had half a beer because I didn't really expect to do the podcast. I had sort of forgotten it's Wednesday. That happens when you're a comedian. You forget what day of the week it is. But my wife, she kept saying, hey, so uh, what are you doing? Are you going to go do your podcast? Are you going to go to the gym, maybe do your podcast or go to the gym? Either way, I feel like she wants me out. She wants me out of the house for just at least a period of time. Even if it's only the Thursday edition podcast, which generally runs only 30 minutes. She wants me gone. She can't stand to look at my face for a few minutes. Anyway. Um, 
the housing thing. The re- anytime we start looking at houses, even if we were considering it, something that always bothered me was that she likes us so much. Well, maybe not us, but that she likes the toddler so much. Um, she thinks he's Jewish, and I don't know why. We're not Jewish, but she at, at different points she has insisted that each of us in the family is Jewish. And I don't think that's like an old lady senility thing. I think it's just her just going, you're Jewish. You're Jewish. She, uh, simply, she, she's always like wishing my wife like happy Hanukkah and, uh, you know, what are you doing for Passover and shit like that. And my wife's like, I, it's nothing. I'm, I'm doing nothing. I don't, I don't celebrate that holiday because once again, you crazy old bat, I am not Jewish. But uh, our kid is named Samuel. To be fair, that's a very Jewish-sounding name. You know? Lots of Sams in the Bible. Lots of Samuels in the Bible. Right? That was the guy who, did, who built the ark. Samuel. Anyway, the thing is, every time we talked about moving out, I was just like, that old lady, she's going to be heartbroken. Right? If we move away, if we move that toddler away from her. But she's moving away from us, guys. Turns out we're not as important as I thought. Now, I mean, I'm sure it's like her, her, her kids were over, right? The, the uh, son and the two daughters and, you know. It's weird to call them kids because they're 80. They're fucking old. So um, she's got great grandkids, of course, because she's, she's old as shit. And... um. They were, yeah, I'm sure they were all in on the decision. She's apparently moving to, like, a retirement community where, yeah, she's pretty much going to have autonomy. She's going to be able to do what she wants. But, uh, you know, meals will get delivered to her. You know, if she spins around in a circle and goes the wrong way, there's someone there to go, hey, hey, yep, nope, that's the men's bathroom. Go to the women's bathroom, Evelyn. Something like that, right? But I, you know what? To me, I have never, like, I feel kind of bad that she has to leave, but at the same time, like she's she's going. It's only a block away. We told her we're going to visit. And normally, when I, I say shit like that, I'm bullshitting. You know what I mean? I'm like, see in hell. But no, she. I I do think like there. Our kid likes her a lot, and she likes him. And I feel like maybe at least one visit. You know, during her transitionary period when she goes over, because also she's transitioning to become a man. Did I not mention that? No. I mean, her transitionary period, you know, adjusting. Uh, for fuck's sake. Anyway, this half a beer, it has affected me. I gotta say. Because, uh, I'm not much of a drinker these days. I mean, I love drinking. Don't get me wrong. It's just I, I don't have a lot. So, it depends on, on the time of day. I had it too early. You know, I had half a beer at 7 p.m. That's too early. I'm really good for a beer around 8.39. It's like my whole body's relaxed. It's ready for it. But if I throw alcohol in a little early, it's like, hey, it's nappy time. You want to take a nap? Take a little nap? I wonder if she allowed booze at the retirement community. You must be. Let me tell you something I'll be doing when I'm 94 years old. I'll be fucking chugging the beers. Just chugging them. 
Although, you know, I don't like hangovers now, so I can't imagine what that'd be like when you're 94, waking up all sick and boozed out. Probably not good. Heroin. I'll do heroin. I'll do something. I will do something. Why wouldn't you? You know, but something that doesn't give you uh, side effects or, or after effects, I should say. So, yeah, maybe maybe pot, you know, just be scarfing down the pot cookies, something. I'll be doing something to feel good. It's literally, why not? You made it. You did it. You know, I'm going to be I'm starting that when I'm 68. That'll be my cutoff. I'll be like, look, guys, I'm done. Let's fucking shoot up here. I made it. So um, the retirement thing is, you know, it's too bad she she's has to leave. But like I said, I don't, I kind of like the idea of retirement home. Is that, I know everybody, and maybe I'll change my tune when I'm older. You know what I mean? But it's just like I still kind of get to do my own thing, except a lot of people are going to take care of a lot of other stuff. You know, like, uh, hey, guys, I made a mess. You want to clean that shit up? I mean, I'm paying top dollar here at this retirement home. Hey, where's my Jello? Give me my goddamn Jello. Although she can't eat that because she's a vegetarian, right? And Jello's made with bones, in case you don't fucking know, which I did not know until about five years ago. It's from gelatin. Gelatin is from from the bones of like horses and shit. That's not right. He's selling it as a wholesome, delicious treat for children. Yeah, if those children knew they were eating horse bones, they wouldn't be so happy. I yet, uh, I like a retirement, and and then it's also like there's other people around your own age, you know, your own peer group. Now, I I guess if you're around people who suck, that would suck. But uh, I'm sure there's a few cool old people, you know. You pit, sit down, you put on a like a fedora with a little feather that comes out of it, you know. You wear a tweedy little jacket. That has the like elbow patches, and uh, you know if your hands can still take it, you play a little blues guitar, right? And then you you sit down with your best buddy Wilfred, and you play some chess or some checkers, you know, and you talk about when music was real, you know. These kids today, and their hologram transporters zipping around the universe, hanging out at Uranus. My God. Goddamn kids. You know who started this shit was that Elon Musk. That's the kind of shit I'll be getting on with. In fact, maybe I'll still be doing this podcast. Oh, wouldn't that be cool? I mean, I know podcasts won't be a thing by then. But if I could, there could be some incarnation of this. What am I, 40? So that's 54 years from now. Imagine that. Still doing two a week. I said shut up with Mark Bennett. Oh, what are we going to talk about today? Oh, the shoes. The shoes that have you flying. Oh, I hate those things. I wonder what they'll have. Anyway, Evelyn is gone. I, I, what I dread is uh, who's coming. Do you know what I mean? I, we lost Srini, our uh, East Indian neighbor and his family. Nice people. Jesus Christ with the incense, though. Srini. Calm down on the fucking incense. It was making us gag. You know, and I apologize if it had some kind of religious significance. 
but uh, open a window. It was it was wafting into our apartment, and we were all coughing. It would happen on a nightly basis. But he was a lovely man, great family. Uh, they moved away, and uh, we have these two neighbors. They seem uh, like they hate us is the best way to describe. They're they're not bad neighbors. They're not. Uh, they don't make a fuss. They don't. Uh, there's no ruckus. There are no complaints, as far as we know. But um, definitely don't like us. They, when we're at the elevator, they will look at their phones and pretend that we aren't human beings, and uh, like really going out of their way, really going out of their way not to make eye contact. And sometimes I just start talking to them, talking to the back of their heads. Oh, hey guys, how you doing? What's going on today? And then they're forced to talk to me. They don't like it. And they keep their sentences short. But I don't back down. You're going to talk to me. Because I'm a stand-up comedian with too much time on my hands. So, Srini leaves. And we get uh, these guys, these two uh, gay dudes who uh, just, you know, I had high hopes. I mean, maybe some of you remember the podcast where the gay couple moved in. They got a nice dog, and they seemed like a nice, fun gay couple. And I was thinking, ah, this is going to be like a sitcom. We're going to have these great gay neighbors, and they're going to teach us about fashion and shit, you know? The nice stereotypes. But, uh, no. I mean, maybe they know a lot about fashion. I don't know. You know, um, maybe they know nothing about fashion. But what I do know is that they will not speak to us. So I always assume it's it's because they hate us. That's not their personalities. They just dislike us. But maybe they're just very quiet people. Anyway, my point is we lost Serini, and now we're losing that goddamn old bat, old Evelyn. You know, who's going to... Like Sometimes when I'm really, you know... At my wit's end with the boy, I don't know what to do with him. I'll just open the door, and I'll knock on, on Evelyn's old apartment. And that old skeleton hand will open it up, and then she lights up. And a, a billion wrinkles come on her face when she smiles. He's like, ah, my God. That's not how she talks, but, you know, it's not far off. And so when she leaves, because and A, they're going to do fucking construction because they renovate all the units and they build them up so they can charge an extra $1,000 a month for these things. My wife's like, hey, you, maybe we'll get the new renovated unit because that would be an easy move. Just move our shit across the hallway. And I was like, yeah, you know what? That's not a bad idea. And then, like, it's literally an extra $700. So to have a slightly nicer looking place with a dishwasher, $700 a month, that's, that's too much. Now we got it. We got in. We got in at a good price. We're gonna keep saving our money. So we're not. Don't know who the fuck's gonna move in. But uh, I don't know. I don't like the way it's looking. Listen to this, right? We got our upstairs neighbors, who you know, that I, I have fantasized about running them over with a car. All right. So this is that's the level we're at with them. These people whose dogs upstairs piss and shit on the floor so much that they have ruined the hardwood floor with piss and shit because they just they put down newspapers. They don't take the dogs out for walks. Our super told us this. And then 
they uh, their air conditioner in their bedroom leaks so much it's ruined our ceiling. Now, long time listeners to the podcast, you guys, you guys have heard this before, and you're probably going to hear it again. Uh, and th- don't get me started on the noise. Fucking tearing it down at four o'clock in the morning, screaming at each other all the time. Jesus Christ. Jesus H. Christ. I hate them. So that's them. Then we have downstairs. Our downstairs neighbors, Broad and his lady, who complain about us because our air conditioner dripped. Not, Not like the other people. Ours is outside on a balcony. And the hose of the air conditioner was in the wrong place. And it dripped onto their balcony once, and they lost their minds. And now, anytime water hits their balcony, they phone the emergency line at uh, at the superintendent's office or the management's office. And then they send someone. They're like, "Hey, are you guys dripping water down on them?" And we have no, no, it's not us. There's there's fucking water covering. It's rain. There's rain. Jesus Christ, Brad. Fucking douche. So, Brad, and uh, that, that's who's downstairs. We got those assholes upstairs. Don't even know their names. And then um, we got the guys ne- on our direct uh, right of us. We have no one on our left because we have a corner unit. And uh, now we're losing Evelyn. So, if another enemy moves in, we're surrounded. You know what? It's got to be us. It's got to be us. You got to, at some point, you got to take a step back and go, if everyone hates us, it must be us. What are the chances, right? That uh, upstairs, downstairs, and the neighbors are directly on our floor all dislike us. It's got to be us. Oh, hey, what if Evelyn is leaving? Because she just can't take it anymore. She's like, these fucking people and their kid, they're not even Jewish. They lied to me about being Jewish for years. Turns out they're not. And then her family's like, let's get out of there. They sound like anti-Semites. Let's go. Well, we're going to move you to a nicer place. It's just a block away. Don't worry about it. Just get you away from those assholes. All right? And their shitty kid. We'll tell them it's a retirement home. You know? Don't let them visit you. Maybe when we said we're going to visit, she pretended she was happy, but maybe she wasn't. Maybe she wasn't. Anyway. Whatever. Fuck them. Right? And when I say it's us, I'm going to say it's me. It's probably me. People seem to like my wife. So, uh, that's probably me. Speaking of the wife, she did kick me out. Um, not on purpose. She, but she was implying I should, should leave. And I think there's a resentment there. And by think, I know. Because she's told me. The resentment is, uh, she feels her, her son, which is also my son, um, that he no longer loves her and that he only loves me. And, of course, part of me giggles. I, I giggle when I hear that because uh, that's funny to me. 
You know, it's nice. It's nice that he clearly likes me. And it's nice that it's to the point where she is jealous that he likes me so much. But uh, she's it's, she's it goes to work in the day. So she feels like he doesn't like her that much because uh, she abandoned him. That's what she's saying. But they're kids. They go through phases. Like when all day long when she's not here, he screams, Mom, Mom, Mama, 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 Ooh, Mama. And I'm like, it's just Papa. It's just inadequate Papa that everybody hates on this floor. All right. Maybe he does. Maybe, yeah, maybe Sam's got a problem with me, too. He'll he'll, he'll move out. That'll be six months from now. He's like, you know what? I think I'm going to get my own place. Uh, me and Evelyn are moving in together just a block away. You guys can come visit. The gays are moving in next door. And Broad and his lady. But uh, he, he just, all it is, is that he's asked for me to put him to bed the last two nights. And um, I think that's because I'm so good at putting him to bed in the afternoon that he is now starting to go, I like the way you put me to bed. You know? It, and I also think it's my height. Because I, when, when I pick him up and I sing him twinkle twinkle little star because that's what I do uh, he's able to put his head on my shoulder because my torso is longer than my wife's as far as I know I mean I'm like seven inches taller than her so let's hope my torso is longer than my wife's and uh, I think he's just comfortable in that position and he can take a little snooze on my shoulder then he gets laid into the bed and he, he's, he likes that system right now that's all. I think that's all that's happened. But of course, my wife's like, I don't want to. What did I do? Well, I guess that's it. I had a good run. He liked me for 21 months of his life, and now that's it. He doesn't need his mom anymore. I was like, Yeah, that's right. Let's just pack his bags and get him a job. He no longer needs you. Women are fucking nuts. Jesus Christ. Like, I told her yesterday. I'm like, he obviously, he thinks the sun shines out of your ass. You're the most important person to him. And, like, so when he cries in the nighttime, because he has a nightmare or, or the people upstairs are making a fucking racket. And he's screaming, oh, why do we live here? Why do we get priced out of the Toronto real estate market? He's screaming, and I go in. And he throws a fit. He's like, no, no, mama, no, mama, mama, mama. Literally, a tantrum. And does it offend me? Yes. No, not really. Like, I'm like, okay, so when, you know, when the chips are down, he wants his mom. That's natural. He's an animal. He loves his mother. He likes me a lot. I am a second. I'm maybe even a close second to her. And I'm okay with that. You know? But her. Oh, Jesus Christ. No. He's got to love her and only her. It's just <laughs> the, the littlest thing sets him off. You know, and he's a boy, too. 
He identifies with his dad. Who wouldn't? I'm a macho man. He sees me as like, that's the type of dude I want to be. That guy who has no direction in his life. How long have we done here? Oh my God, 28 minutes. Guys, these 30-minute podcasts, they fly. You know? And I never even talked about a couple of things. I was going to talk about this heckler that was at uh, the firefighter show, which was a while ago now. I just keep writing it on my list. But, guys, I have so many things to say that I forget. Not that I forget. I just don't get to it. Oh, so the other thing I'll say is that, um, you know, the wife's talking about how he, you know, he doesn't even need her anymore. I'm like, he, we just took him to soccer for the first time. And all he wanted to do was be up in his mother's arms. Because, you know, it's a new experience. He did pretty well at soccer. It's called Little Kickers. And they give him this fucking uniform. And it's adorable. Goddamn adorable. He's got a little soccer outfit on. And the coaches, they're there trying to get the kids it to watch, you know, 10, 21-month-old kids. Run around like lunatics. I mean, that is worth the price of admission right there. It's hilarious. The coaches are trying. It's like trying to herd cats, you know. But they first they come out with balls. They bring them a bag of balls. And all the kids are like, oh, balls. And they all grab a ball. And then like 10 seconds later, like, okay, let's put the balls away because we got to set up our drills. And the kids are like, go fuck yourself. We're here for balls. We're not here for drills. And then they have to go pick up different colored plates. I'm like, how is this soccer? You know, I was with the kids. I was not being an adult voice of reason. I was on the kids' side. I was giving the coaches the stink eye. I'm like, when do we get to kick a fucking ball? That is what we signed up for. Six lessons, 140 bucks, and I'm not kicking balls? I'm going to kick your balls, buddy. Maybe this is why people don't like me. You know? Anyway, that's it for the podcast. Nice and short. Isn't this fun? And I'm going to go up and watch the NBA game on APC. And uh, really hoping LeBron wins this one. Really would like it's They're up. They're down 2-0. Like LeBron to win this one. Make it a bit of a series. It'd be nice. I'll go up and I'll console my wife about, you know, how her son has turned on her. Honest to God, right? These friggin' chicks. Bitches be crazy. I know you're not allowed to say that shit now, but, uh, like this, she did yoga today with some crazy lady on her computer. Like, dude, she's doing live yoga, so this lady does a session where everybody does, like, a Skype chat, but they're doing yoga. Anyway, it's not a bad idea, I guess. And my wife is doing yoga in our apartment, and it's like, it's like exercise yoga. So she's sweating her ass off, and, um... The kid, he's just, he's trying to do yoga with her. But the way he does yoga is he just, he just crawls all over her. Just, just wants to be with his mama. Oh, she's doing yoga. I'm going to do yoga. And then it's time to take a bath. Oh, mama, take a bath. Mama, mama with, mama do it. Mama do it. He always says, wants mom to take a bath with him, which is weird. You know, I'm going to take a few pictures of that and I'll show him on his 18th birthday. We're like, see, see, this is where, <laughs> this is where all of your baggage comes from. It's why you do so poorly with women. That's right, son. 
Because you were screwed up. No, it's natural. All of this shit is natural. And it's a natural for my wife to be freaking out. That is, it's the thing about moms. That's, that's why you see all those commercials. Oh, why doesn't he call? Why doesn't he love me? They're all the same. And if they're not like that, there's something wrong with them, you know? If they're like, ah, fuck it, I don't, I don't care. My, does your son love you? I don't know, maybe. That is not the reaction a mom is supposed to have. She's supposed to be like this. She's supposed to be watching every little nuance and going, well, that's it. I've lost him. He's, he's all grown up now. All right. Now that's it. That's it for the podcast. Sorry, I got is what happened was these these people walked past while I was recording here in the car and uh you know, I got weirded out and then I ended up rambling for a little while and uh hope it didn't bother you too much. Please don't move away from me. This is Mark Bennett. I said shut up and good night.